With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. For one, it's free. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Growth with Portia, a weekly conversation for your personal and professional growth. Here's your host, Portia Booker. Hey, listeners. Welcome to Groove with Portia. I'm your host, Portia Booker, and yes, this is my real name. So question for you, did you bring your curious mind today? If so, I don't want to keep you waiting. Let's dive in. You know what else is contagious besides a cold? Calmness. When you are calm, others around you will be calm too. So do you need help finding your inner calm? If so, join me and millions of global citizens on April 5th, 2022, for the International Day of Calm as we take the pledge to calm the world down and teach you how to find your calm place. For more information, visit www.dayofcalm.org. Remember, calmness is contagious. Now, back to Grew with Portia. Happy Friday, everybody. We made it. So let's take a moment and have a deep breath. In and out. Inhale, exhale. Question for my listeners today. When you take a deep breath and feel that relaxation come through your body, is it only on Friday or one day a week? If that is the case, what will you do to change that in order to take those full deep breaths instead of having it more stifled? Let that sink in. So today I am joined by a returning guest who dedicates her life towards one of my second passions in life, which obviously is lung health, considering my mom. So welcome back to Grew at Portia, Ms. Alexandra Krish from the American Lung Association of Ohio. How are you doing today, Allie? Hey, Portia, I'm doing good. How are you? Living the dream. Every day is great that ends in why. And so, Allie, you know, I love always having you on to, you know, have these conversations. Because, Like I said, this is my second passion. Of course, mental health is my first. Lung is my second because of my mom. You know, we're conjoined. But <laughs> so, Allie, what would you say you are grateful for today? Well, first, I want to say thank you for having me back. This is, I love doing this. I love chatting with you. Chatting with you is just such a you're such a ray of sunshine 
on this beautiful day. So I will say that I am grateful for today, my body that I live in, my body that allows me to move every day, that allows me to enjoy my, um, my life, my work, my friends, my family, when I work out. So I will say that today I am grateful for my body that I live in. You know what? I can definitely feel that because sometimes, you know, when we, I guess, quote unquote, get a little wiser, I don't like to say old, I like to say wiser, or in my case, I'm like the strange case of Benjamin Button where I go backwards instead of forward. (laughs) I feel that sometimes our bodies tend to don't replicate how our mentality is, you know, like I just turned 30 in November and a lot of my friends like, oh, make sure you have Tylenol handy. I'm like, for what? to go to sleep? What, like, what is it for? Like, oh, you're going to have little random aches and pains, that whole thing. I'm like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Cause I'm like, dance to the music every day. I don't feel, I guess, quote unquote, the 30 aches or the 30 itis, maybe because mentally I'm still 15. So <laughs> if only we all still stayed like you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel that but I definitely love what you mentioned about you know just occupying the space that we're in the present moment yeah I just think that makes every single day better so Allie for you what keeps you in the present day because you notice that when we think about the future sometimes it brings on anxiety when we think about the past things that we couldn't change maybe that weren't favorable in our in our situation that whole thing what keeps you grounded in the present every single day I think what keeps me grounded every single day in my present is just taking one day at a time. I know we all focus so heavily on during these last two years, you know, the what if, the anxiety of the future, what is a month from now, what's a week from now going to look like. I think just reminding myself to stay in the present, to stay and enjoy every single day that I have on this earth, in this body reminds me every single day to just enjoy it. You know, I don't take any day for granted. I don't look at any day and be like, oh, if only today didn't happen because we are so lucky to still be here and to still enjoy this wonderful world we live in because so many people have in the last two years have lost their lives too soon, have, you know, gotten sick, have lost weeks and months upon their lives, struggling to get better. So I'm just grateful for every day that I have here. And I just remind myself that I'm in a better place than some other people currently. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just, you know, the fact that when we wake up every single day, it's it's one of my coaches said it best. Always remember your why. Always mm-hmm. remember your why when times get tough, when life seems to be, you know, I guess you can say, putting the world on your shoulders and it feels too heavy to bear. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, every single day that I wake up, I'm just like you, I practice gratitude every single day that sets the tone for my day. Yeah. Just having one thing to be grateful for. And it could be as simple as I'm grateful for my dog today. I'm grateful <laughs> for the sun that's shining. It doesn't have to be this, you know, huge, you know, I'm grateful for something, this huge, massive thing anything you're grateful for, just having one a day and telling yourself that is just, it helps you so much. 
Absolutely. And I think for both of us, Allie, it's the fact that we get to get up, take that good, deep breath, like I mentioned, because look at all those people. I mean, for example, my mom, you know, Mm -hmm. as, as we've talked before, my mom has been a guest on with us before. And my mom, unfortunately, has good days and bad days with her lung health. And on the good days when she's able to take that good deep breath without coughing too much or feeling achy from all the coughs, I'm grateful for those because then, you know, it gives her that moment of solace, just Mm -hmm. being present in that day, not thinking about, oh, is tomorrow going to be a repeat of yesterday where I had a bad day, just being present in that moment. Yeah, exactly. It's just so many people have that fear of the what if just taking the opportunity to kind of change your mindset and just Mm -hmm. enjoy what you have right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's key in the world that we live in today because so many, like what we were talking about earlier, how it doesn't seem like there's enough time in the day to (laughs) accomplish everything. But I think, you know, just being present in the moment, doing the best that you can and being mindful of what we take in and what (laughs) we should not take in is key to staying in the moment. And so Alessandra, you know, like I mentioned too, March is one of my favorite months of the year besides of course my birthday in November, right? I can't forget that. But March is one of my favorite months of the year because it is women's history month. Mm -hmm. And as we were talking, you know, this year's theme is providing healing and promoting hope. And so for our listeners, Alessandra, how does investing in our own health, you know, in this case, particularly our lung health, breathing, that whole thing, how can that inspire hope in others? So, I mean, I think the queen said it herself, who run this world, girls, women. So I think just Thinking about that, the fact that we have one month out of the year that's Women's History Month and recognizing the trailblazing women before us and the women that are currently in our lives is is first and foremost. And especially those who, in our case, are have been championing lung health for decades. I mean, the American Lung Association started out as the National Association for the Study of Prevention of Tuberculosis in 1904. And it has so far changed how we've looked at lung health and lung disease, because the biggest thing that people don't know is that, you know, lung cancer is the number one cancer killer of men and women. However, new cases of lung cancer incidences over the last 44 years have dropped 43% for men, but has risen 79% for women. It's shocking, these stats. And every single day that I promote our mission, you know, when you can't breathe, nothing else matters. I remember that. I remember that as a woman, we really need to be looking at our health, at our wellness and, you know, particularly of our lungs and our breathing. And like, I say to myself all the time, like I'm breathing, I'm still here. And that's something that we all need to remember. And I hope to inspire hope in other women in this is that, you know, we can make changes to our lifestyle to make sure that everything that we're doing is we are having healthy lungs because you can survive three minutes without water 
the, the stats are amazing, but you can't survive more than three minutes without air. And the breathing that we take in every single day and every breath that we have, I think we need to be reminded of, to be grateful for, to be thinking of, there are so many other women in this world that just does, don't, do not have that opportunity. Like your mother, especially Portia, who there was at times when breathing was just so difficult for her that she just didn't know how she would continue on. But your mother is such an amazing woman and she's such a bright hope to show other women that, you know, lung cancer doesn't have to be a death sentence, that diagnoses with other lung diseases do not have to rule your life. And I think that providing hope to other women and providing the, um, the opportunity to heal, the opportunity for others like us to express our voices and show the world of all the different things that women are capable of. And that ties in perfectly with women's, um, women's history month. Ooh, absolutely, Alessandra. You know, I love what you mentioned about the fact that we as women, we've broken so many barriers mm-hmm. in society. You know, when we think of all the trailblazers, the first and everything, right? They yeah. had to have strong lung power to get to where they were, you know, to break through these doors, to break through these new, you know, research, anything. You know, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, I think it's very important to reinforce that, you know, our health is our wealth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we as women, we know, I mean, for me personally, whenever I'm like under stress, it feels like there's an elephant just laying on top of my chest where I feel like I'm breathing through like a a bamboo straw (laughs) throughout the day. And, And it goes back to being present in the moment. I have to remind myself, breathe in, breathe out breathe in, breathe out. Because when I start thinking about all the stuff for tomorrow or the previous day, I find it hard to be present in the moment. So I think, you know, for our listeners who are tuning in, uh, Sandra, you know, just reminding them to make sure you're breathing every single day, be mindful of your breaths, you know, especially as women, because we take on so much, you know, in the world today, a lot of women are running companies, running a full household, so where is the time for self-care for you? And so, Alessandra, for our listeners who are tuning in, I mean, obviously, you know, you're passionate about what you do. And I know sometimes when we're passionate, that passion, you know, can continue to just drive us, drive us, drive us until sometimes it lands us in the ground. And so, Alessandra, how do you prioritize self-care and maintain that balance of the passion that you have for what you do and for yourself? I mean, like most women, as we were talking earlier, is that we all have the same 24 hours in a day, but do we though? There are some people who are in different places in their lives where those 24 hours are able to focus more on themselves than they are to focus on, say, a child, a elderly parent, someone that they're helping come overcome a, um, an illness. And I think that ways that I prioritize my wellness is that I need to remember that it doesn't have to be something large. It can be as something as small as making sure that day I, you know, got an exercise in, whether it's a 10 minute walk around the block, you know, getting my 
fresh air into the lungs that I have that so many people don't have that opportunity to do right now or have unfortunately don't have the opportunity to do anymore. And I'm grateful for that. But also it can be something as small as, you know, having that, making myself that special coffee in the morning, having that five minutes in the morning to say, set my intentions, be grateful. It doesn't have to be this whole big long, oh, I'm taking myself out to, you know, get my nails done. But that is a great self-care opportunity. I think we just have to remember as women that as much of the time as we focus on others, on our friends, our families, our work, we have to put focus into ourselves because we are our number one champion. Like no one else can help us. No one else can fix us. We have to make sure that our care comes from within. And especially during Women's History Month, especially during, you know, Lung Cancer Awareness Month that's back in November, we just need to be mindful of the fact that we need to set the intention every day to do one thing for ourselves. And sometimes as a new mom, I know I have friends that just taking that shower is, you know, a a self-care moment. And I think just for me personally, getting out and being able to move my body, whether it be to take a spin class, whether it be to take Pilates or simply just taking a walk around my block for 10 minutes in my lunch hour. And I'm just, I have that time to myself. And really sticking to it too, honoring our boundaries, our commitment. Cause I know sometimes as women, you know, we mm-hmm. put everybody else's needs to the forefront and continue to neglect ourselves. Even when we say, oh, I'm going to take that yoga class or take that 15 minute nap midday like me, because <laughs> I'm up at 4 a.m. <laughs> So I definitely can relate there. And, you know, Alessandra, I always love, you know, hearing how other people prioritize self-care because I know sometimes as women, we tend to feel guilty because we're supposed to be the nurturer of everybody else. Mm -hmm. And for me, self-care is very simple. I'm taking a 15 minute nap in my car or like you taking a walk. The other thing I love to do is just sit in silence and just meditate for like 10 minutes, you know, because it brings me back to life. It brings me back to the present moment and it helps me to focus. Mm -hmm. I mean, so many people say that like, you should take like a 15 minute power nap, like don't go over that 15 minutes because then you get like into your REM and things like that. And I think we should be really as women approaching that 15 minutes for self-care. And it doesn't have to be, as I said, anything extravagant. Like we just need to prioritize ourselves. I mean, the gender disparity already with our day-to-day life that we as women encompass is so much already stacked against us as women. Because as you mentioned, you know, we are very much the caretakers. We are very much a lot of times, you know, that person that is always doing something for someone else and putting ourselves on the back burner. And I think, especially during Women's History Month, we just really need to really refocus our energies and our efforts on ourselves because we as women don't do that often enough. And we feel guilty when we do do it. And I really think that we need to pivot that mindset and really change the way we look at ourselves and we look at ourselves in this world and really put our priorities to our health and wellness, our mental health our physical wellness. And it's something that 
is very near and dear to my heart. And I think that more women should really try to add some of these mindfulness moments as some of these gratefulness moments in their day-to-day life, just to see how it affects them, you know, just that little bit of mindset change every single day can really help you get through some really tough times. Oh, absolutely, Alessandra. I can definitely agree with that. I mean, once you do that, when you embark on that mindset shift changes, however you do it through listening to books, taking notes, journaling, journaling is a big thing for me. That has helped me to really overcome some, I would call it limiting beliefs. What mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of my coaches talk about, you know, we all have them, but that's for a whole nother day. But mm-hmm. journaling has really helped me to overcome some of my like mindset setbacks big time. And, you know, I prioritize self-care every day, every single day. I know some people stretch it to like what Friday and all that. Nope. For me, every day, every single day, Portia has self-care time every day. Yeah. I mean, so many women just push that off and like they have their like one night a week that they have like say a glass of wine that's their Mm self-care but it's just it's sad to see how we as women have really changed our focus of so far not within ourselves but to the outside world and I'm really hoping that we can pivot that conversation and really change that mindset that us women need to be prioritizing ourselves as much as we prioritize everything around us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I second that. Alessandra, you guys have something special coming up that I'm really excited about myself because I will be participating. So Alessandra, for our listeners who are tuning in, tell us about the upcoming Fight for the Climb Challenge. Well, I'm so excited you bring that up because we're just under 60 days away from the Fight for Air Climb. It is our annual fundraising event for the American Lung Association, and it is one of the most unique events across the country. And the Fight for Air Climb historically happens in skyscraper buildings across the country, but we have pivoted during COVID and we are now in amazing opportunities and locations across the country. We are in outdoor stadiums, we are in parks and things like that, but in Cleveland, we're specifically at Progressive Field home of the new Cleveland Guardians on May 15th. So we're really excited about this. It is a great opportunity to come out and support the amazing cause and our mission that every breath counts and our um, wonderful opportunity. You know, people think of stair climbing that it's this huge mountain of an activity. So many people are afraid by it. And so many people are nervous by it. But honestly, like you can choose your own adventure when you're climbing the stairs because you can do it for your personal, you can do it for yourself. You can, you can challenge yourself. You don't have to worry about anyone else. I do say that climbing is the easiest way to walk in someone's shoes that has lung cancer or various lung diseases, because that feeling that you get when you're climbing upstairs, that tightness in your chest, that breathiness is what someone with asthma and COPD or in your mom's case, cancer feel every single day. So it really hits to home that mission that, you know, every breath counts and that we need to be doing something to make sure that in the future, every breath does count for every single person. So 
we are climbing for ourselves. We'll be climbing for the future. And it's happening on Sunday, May 15th at Progressive Field. And we're just really excited to, you know, I mean, we embrace challenges that make us better. And that's exactly what climbing stairs does for us. Yes. And I, you know, Alessandra, a lot of people may think I'm crazy for saying this, but I love climbing steps. Absolutely. Like when I go to Planet Fitness, the step Mm -hmm. master, (laughs) you see me on that, leave me alone. I'm in the zone like AutoZone. Don't bother me. (laughs) I mean, stair climbing has so many benefits. I mean, it, ha- it helps improve your balance and coordination. It strengthens your major muscle group. And, you know, it actually, you know, just the consistency of climbing stairs. And it doesn't have to be as complicated as, you know, going to a gym and taking that stairmaster, just climbing the stairs in your house, going up and down a few times. It really helps your cardiovascular endurance and really can help lower your mortality risk with consistent stair climbing. And so many people don't realize the benefits of climbing stairs. I mean, other than, you know, the fitness benefits, there is other benefits to it. And of course, the biggest reason why we at the American Lung Association climb is because healthy lungs need clean air to breathe. And every step that we climb, it helps us getting closer to a world without lung disease. That is where our mission is focused in this event. Yes, yes. And that's why I'm really excited to, I will be there on May the 15th. So you might see me there. Well, you will, you'll see me, but you, you know, I might look a little different because I'll be sweaty and all that good stuff, which is great because <laughs> I'm participating in honor of my mom. Because if my mom was healthier, she'd probably do it too. So <laughs> I am very excited. I mean, I, I do want to say your mom has got to come down. I mean, We have people that come to support the climbers and just come to cheer them on because we're at progressive field. You're able to see everyone climbing the lower bowl, the 100 levels in the stadium. So you're able to cheer on your friends and family and shout. And, you know, we have for those that aren't able to shout because of their lung capacity, we have um, cowbells, we have noisemakers, you know, we want your mom at that finish line cheering you on every step of the way. And we say that to everyone that climbs is, you know, bring your support system with you. If you need someone to help you climb, or if you are climbing for someone like you are that cannot climb for themselves, you know, have them come down. And if they're able to, like, you can show them support right then and there. But if unfortunately they're no longer with us, you are climbing for someone that can't climb anymore. And you are honoring their memory by moving your body, by coming down and giving others like us a sense of hope, a sense of community. And that's the biggest outcome I would say that people receive from doing the climb is obviously you're embracing a challenge. You're, you know, doing it to have that ability to say, Hey, I climbed, you know, 1100 steps. That's a great, that is a great sounding point. And that's a great opportunity that people focus on, but you're also doing something hard. You can do hard things but you're giving others that can't do those hard things a sense of hope that maybe they can. Maybe in the future, in the future without lung disease, this can be them on the stairs. Absolutely. And I'm sure my mom's going to be there. She probably might not be yelling, but she might have like a little sign, <laughs> but she'll, she'll definitely be there. I'll get her a cowbell. I'll get her a clapper. <laughs> I'll get her some noisemakers. 
I'll park her at the finish line and she will cheer you on every step of the way. <laughs> Absolutely. And Alessandra, if our listeners are interested in, you know, maybe registering, learning more about it, is there a website you can share with us today? Yes, we would love to have you learn more about our climb and find out more information. You can go to climbcleveland.com and right there you can find information about how you get registered, any sort of training you may need if you're not currently um, training, if you're not currently working out, some tips and tricks to help reduce your risk of um, (laughs) nerves, I will say, (laughs) because that's the biggest thing is getting onto the stairs. So many people are afraid of them. And you can find more information about fundraising, where money goes, and just more details at climbcleveland.com. Excellent. Excellent. Ooh, Alessandra, this has definitely been a fantastic conversation. I'm really excited, of course, about May 15th and, you know, just continuing to, you know, encourage people to really care about their lung health and just their health in general, especially women, especially in this month of March. So, Alessandra, we will be wrapping up here soon. And, you know, you've left us with a lot of food for thought, a lot of wisdom, and a lot of what I also want to mention, fresh air, breath of fresh air from someone who is so close to something that is, like I said, my second passion and obviously yours as well. Mm -hmm. So, Alessandra, what words of inspiration can you leave with our listeners today? Whether it's somebody who is, you know, maybe they want to make a difference in their community when it comes to healthy lungs or someone who is maybe similar to my mom, who was a cancer survivor and they want to share their story with the world. What words of inspiration can you leave with us today? I will say this, that taking that first step towards, you know, making yourself a better version of yourself to finding some support like your mother did to just, if you need, if you feel sick and you want to see if there's maybe something the matter and you are afraid, taking that first step is the biggest, is the biggest hurdle. And I will say that you need to congratulate yourself for just taking the, taking the moment to recognize it within yourself that you want to do something because we can do hard things. And yes, it may be something that when you look at it right now, it seems scary, it seems difficult, but we need to remember that we as women, like I said before, we run this world, Woohoo! we need to do something, we can set our mind to it and we can accomplish it. You know, showing up matters. That's the hardest part is, you know, taking that first step to show up for yourself to show up for your friends and family, to show up for others. So if you ever feel like you maybe need support, we of course have great support groups on our lung.org. If you have a friend or family member with lung disease, lung cancer, need treatment options, need help and support, we have so many great tools on our website to help those like yourself or your friends and family because showing up matters and taking that first step to show up for yourself and others is, is the biggest thing that I think I can leave all these wonderful people with is, you know, you can do hard things. It may not seem like it, but you can just put your mind to it and taking that first step. It doesn't have to be a big step. Just taking that first step, baby steps count too. That matters. Yes, yes, everybody. Baby steps and taking one thing at a time. 
don't overwhelm yourself you know just show up just definitely show up well mm-hmm. everybody that was miss alessandra Krish that you heard from and that concludes another episode of Group Porsche on this feature friday thanks for listening and have a great and awesome weekend